0: This is a Dece World production, in association with Pants Pending Studios. You are now listening to The Social Hour. They're not PC So if occasional foul language turns you off Then you have all been warned This is the
1: call before the storm
0: That's how I feel about butt plugs Get ready for the social hour Live from Dece World Studios in Spokane, Washington this is The Social Hour! On today's show, comedian Julie Drake! And now your host! He's been in Oklahoma City and it's 105 degrees, so it's helping prepare him for an eternity of burning in hell, Cassius! Malib Keen, everyone, welcome to the show. This is the Social Hour IMDs. Thank you for uh, coming around for another episode. Uh, we are broadcasting live from Oklahoma City where it is hot as shit right now. Uh, but I'm in a cool apartment. I am here with comedian uh, Julie Drake. Julie, how's it going?
1: it's hot as shit <laughs> it's hot as
0: shit man this is uh i am uh i am an oklahoma city guys i'll be i'll be on the road uh you guys know where i'm at check the calendar um this uh if you're listening to this as the day it comes out i'll be at uh, oh, where will i be at what's wednesday oh uh backfish brewing in Pearland, texas then i will be at new magnolia brewing in houston texas thursday and javelina brewing company in kingsville texas uh on saturday or friday and then san antonio at craft uh, artisan bar two shows saturday in san antonio so come check those out guys on sunday fort worth texas panther brewing panther island brewing so go get your tickets there are tickets selling uh for most of the, uh, all of them already uh, new magnolia almost sold out so if you want tickets to that uh get them quick uh that's where i'll be but right now again we are in oklahoma city and holy shit um is it always this hot in the summertime julie
1: no this is (laughs) really bad
0: this is uh i i'm the crazy person i was telling you before we started this i actually like i like this weather it uh it just i grew up in the southwest and i hate i live in spokane washington and i hate the snow i hate winter so like this is great for me i want this all the time
1: there's something wrong with your medulla oblongata <laughs> because this is too so there's hot but then like I like I came to get him from the front of my apartment complex it's maybe a 2 minute walk tops and i was sweating
0: already already
1: yeah. just from the 2 minutes i was outside and i don't sweat easily <laughs> i mean i take probably 4 or 5 showers a day at this point just
0: trying to cool off well
1: no i mean just you know i get up take i have to take my dog out for oh walks. yeah yeah you know, just doing errands. I come back, I'm hot and sweaty. I feel gross. I mean, it's just constant. It's just, I feel constantly disgusting. What's
0: the summer? I mean, are summers hot here, though? Or this is just, this is way out
1: This is just way out of normal. Wow.
0: I mean, it seems like a heat wave everywhere, though. Like, even in New York, they were saying it's, like, a, almost 100 degrees. And, I mean, they've got the humidity, too, so just crazy.
1: Yeah. You know, it's thing. not like Arizona or, like, New Mexico. or New, I was in Nevada, before it's just a nice dry heat yeah yeah this is like a sticky give you a swamp ass <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah i i walked around the zoo for like four hours yesterday in the sun and was just i mean dripping i put in twenty thousand steps yesterday outside gross uh yeah yeah so i'm trying to track my <laughs> just trying to be better about like because i i mean if i'm not uh most of the time, I'm, like, if I'm home, I'm at my in my studio working, or I'm driving in a car or on a plane, or, like, the most I'm standing is on stage at night, so I'm, like, I gotta get better at, like, getting those steps in, you know? Yeah. Because it's easy to just be, like, I'll sit all day somewhere, and then be like, oh, yeah, I didn't do shit today.
1: Man. I fall into that trap <laughs> when I'm on the road.
0: <laughs> well, it's, well, it's so, you know, like, you're tired you're in a place you don't know you don't know anyone so it's like ah, I just want to like, and then you got to perf- be like on all night so
1: and then yeah, after after you're on you always have to stay and hang out and talk to the crowd yeah and do the social thing and that's I'm an introvert so that's super draining for me
0: is that is that tough like do you I mean are you like an extroverted introvert then or just an introvert introvert I'm an
1: introvert introvert <laughs>
0: As we sit in choose <laughs> with, like, all her windows closed, like, no lights <laughs> on, just, like, stay away, nobody's home.
1: It's hot. Those are, those are, like, Blackout, uh, yeah. It's hot. I gotta yeah. keep the heat out of here, <laughs> That so. is fair. I have my, my zero, what do they call, blackout curtains? Yeah. It's just, it's strictly for, for cooling purposes
0: uh, but, but also not, it does help to like make sure everyone knows like <laughs> don't fucking bother me
1: <laughs> well i don't know who's gonna bother me up here but
0: <laughs> yeah now are you are you from oklahoma city then did you grow up here
1: i grew up in bartlesville oklahoma all right and bartlesville it used to be the head of phillips 66 Okay. Which is now in Houston, but when I lived there, it was the headquarters for Phillips all over the world. It was the inter- It was like the international headquarters. So it was a very rich city to live in.
0: Bartlesville sounds like a made up, like a like a town in Spring, like in S- Simpsons world, or like a comic book, <laughs> like a comic book place where like where Superman grew up in Bartlesville, Bartlesville, Oklahoma. You know. It there- <laughs> sounds
1: so like hillbilly. <laughs> Bartlesville.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it's got its. I mean, it's Oklahoma. It's probably a, a little hillbilly, I assume, or it's like flatbilly. There's no hills here, I guess. <laughs>
1: Bartlesville. Uh,
0: so was it popping though? I mean, home of Phil- home of uh, Phillips sixty six, mm-hmm. and all the corporate offices were there. So
1: yeah, but there a lot of. There used to be a lot of money there, for sure.
0: And now it's probably not. Um,
1: it's not as the money went to Houston so it's not as nice as it was, but when I lived there, I mean, everyone had money. It was like a yeah. hillbilly 90210. <laughs> <laughs>
0: how, how far away is that from Oklahoma City?
1: Oklahoma? Um, it's like two hours, I think.
0: Which direction are we going? We're
1: going north. It's 45 minutes north of Tulsa. It's um, ah, okay. It's between Tulsa and the Kansas border.
0: Got it, got it, got it. Yeah. Is there anything else in Oklahoma besides, like, Oklahoma mm-hmm. City and Tulsa? What's the next biggest city? Durant or something?
1: Ne- oh.
0: Do they even uh, count them after that? Like, we've got Oklahoma uh, City, we've got Tulsa, and then who fucking It doesn't yeah, exactly.
1: It doesn't <laughs> matter.
0: <laughs> so fucking Bartlesville. Sure, whatever you want to say. We don't care. No one's fact-checking.
1: That's a great question, though. I don't know. Uh, that's maybe okay. maybe Norman.
0: Oh yeah, I've heard of that. That's a place. Yeah, okay. Because
1: that's where the Oklahoma Sooners, yeah, OU is located. But yeah, that's like
0: a. It, I guess that's so weird because it seems to me, it's like a. It just blends into Oklahoma City now, though, right? That's like one whole place, isn't it? Do you ever like leave a city? I guess I'm so used to, you know, it's funny because in parts of the Northwest, you definitely like leave a city for a while before you get to another, or I should say town, you leave a town and you're like on highways with not really anything else for a while until you get to another town. Okay. Whereas, you know, in, uh, at least when you get like east, you know, inland, uh, Northwest, you know, like Seattle, Tacoma is all one town. But, but it, but you go through like 40 towns, you know? So when I, like, I drove from Oklahoma City to, Nor- I mean, I went to Norman yesterday, but I never felt like I was out of Oklahoma City. So, like, it's still another city, but it just never, you know, you you don't, you wouldn't know, like, oh, this is, I'm in Norman now. <laughs> You know?
1: Yeah, because you hit more first.
0: Okay, See, so yeah, I yeah. And then
1: Norman. So yeah, you never have a break from a town. You're just continually... It's like Texas. Yeah. You know, you're driving through all these, like, little bitty towns. Right, right. I mean, and yeah, you never feel like you're out of a town. You're just consistently driving through these small towns. Yeah. It's really weird.
0: Yeah, it's such a... Because, I mean, like, like I said, when I lived in... I lived in Montana for a while, and you definitely, if you leave a town, you are out there until you hit... A,
1: Yeah, other other towns
0: sometimes, (laughs) you know, um, but, you know, when I grew up in California, yeah, you, you know, like, coming from LA, like, I grew up in Long Beach, but I always just say LA, because, you know, people just know know LA, but, like, Mm -hmm. the city of LA actually only takes up a pretty small part of the Southland, you know, but there's a bazillion suburbs that is just, you know,
1: I was actually born in Simi Valley.
0: Oh, okay. You yeah. and Ice Cube.
1: Yes. You Simi Valley. <laughs> and my dad, actually, after my parents divorced, he left Bartlesville <laughs> for L.A.
0: Uh, how could you pass him out? You know. <laughs> <I> know. <laughs> See, he's already in the big time, and he's going to L.A. <laughs>
1: yeah, so he went to L.A., and he loved it. He absolutely loved it.
0: And you were, so wait, you were born there, then you guys moved to Oklahoma, and then yeah. you, he went back. And then he went back, he yeah. Went back. Yeah, and yeah, you yeah. Left. You left. You never lived there, though, besides baby, baby. Oh,
1: uh, yeah. I mean, I was like four or five. Okay. So I don't really remember it at all.
0: Did you ever go visit him?
1: Uh, no. No? Okay. No, no, no. Yeah. Long story. Okay. Long story. <laughs> <laughs> my, my mom and him didn't get along, so us going out there for, like, a summer was forbidden. Didn't so.
0: happen. Okay. So, yeah. So, the uh, have you ever been back to California since then?
1: No. I would love to. Just haven't made it. Like, oh. I was going to go... Um, I have a week vacation coming up, and I thought about going to LA for a week. Yeah, and I didn't realize how expensive it was going to be. Yeah, and and then I started googling like international trips, and it was actually going to be cheaper to go to Turkey for a week than to go to LA for a
0: week. Yeah, well, let me tell you, I will say this: Uh, if there's any place that an extra or an introverted person who hates the heat should go, it's definitely (laughs) LA. That seems like the perfect place to go for someone who doesn't want to be around people and hates the heat. Uh, <laughs>
1: I've had layovers at LAX, and that is like slash great people watching slash nightmare fuel.
0: Yeah, yeah. It,
1: it was. I was like, get me out of here.
0: It's a lot. It's a lot. Although you know, most of them don't want to talk to you, so that's fine. You know, you'll be, you can be. Uh, there's a lot of people, but they're too self absorbed to give a shit about most people. So.
1: Yeah, and then I kept having delay after delay. Oh, I was God. like, "Well, I guess I just I'm gonna live at LAX now." Yeah, you
0: know. good thing to have everything.
1: <laughs> I, I guess I guess this is my home now.
0: Yeah. I'll buy an eighty dollar L.A. sweater and a hundred and forty dollars a bottle of Jim Beam. I know. I was like,
1: I can't afford to live here much longer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, even the rent at LAX
0: is expensive.
1: <laughs> everything was so that was that's only been my only experience being in L.A. is being at LAX, and now when. I'm booking flights and I see the connecting flight is there. I'm like, "We're not. Don't want to do that." I don't yeah. I, I find somewhere <laughs> somewhere else to go just to avoid
0: it. Avoid yeah, LAX is a shit. I trying to get any connecting flights the way that the whole place is just designed horribly. It is. So, like when I fly into LA, I go to LA a couple times a year and I usually fly into Orange County, mm-hmm. which is, you know, as the crow flies like 13 miles from LAX on the freeway, it's depend on traffic, you know half an hour to a day and a half, Um, but, you know, it's just like North Orange County, South LA, and way easier, usually even a little bit cheaper, and the airport's like, it's small, it's easy to deal with, so that's the way to go if you ever go down there.
1: That's how Spokane's airport was. Yeah. Very tiny. Very yeah. easy to maneuver. It's
0: perfect. Yeah. And I it's worked great. with
1: Tim Meadows, and he made fun of it for quite a while.
0: <laughs> well, it is a small. Yeah. I mean, he's used to LAX or New York or big air. You know, she got big. You know, McCarran and stuff. He's got big airports, and then you're, you know, flying to Spokane. And you're like, where the fuck am I?
1: Yeah. You're Thank in you.
0: the second biggest city in Washington State, baby. Let's go. <laughs>
1: he was like, "You all have Terminal A and B." Yeah. He's like, "Is that necessary?" Right, that's yeah. what kind of what I was thinking. Like, do they really need two terminals?
0: Ah, uh, well, you just got to keep the riffraff of American Airlines on one. Oh, you know, <laughs> yeah. fuck those people. Um, yeah, you got to keep them down on the down on the A one, and then you go B C. I think they have C now also. What? Yeah, yeah. I think wow. they have B and C because that's like Alaska's new little terminal okay um so they're coming they're growing
1: i guess bustling bustling
0: airport (laughs) um so did you book a trip to turkey no
1: no just
0: looking just just
1: i was just looking and then i kind of thought about it and i was like i'm nervous because i have a feeling that covid is going to make a comeback in the fall
0: Oh, okay and i
1: thought what if i go over there and they shut their borders which happens or, I mean, so I got kind of nervous, and I thought, I'll wait until, you know, I this don't. COVID stuff is over. Because I have friends that work at the Air Force Base here, and all their COVID precautions have been re-implemented. And it seems like it's starting to ramp back up Yeah, um, a little bit. Our COVID cases are really high here in Oklahoma. Yeah. So that's yeah. why I was like, I'd rather not fly internationally, um, just in case something happens i don't want to get stuck
0: yeah
1: you know overseas anywhere because i do know people that it's happened
0: to i mean at least pick somewhere you want to go then if you get stuck you're like oh man greece huh probably Uh, not turkey uh, probably
1: not turkey (laughs) (laughs) it's probably not a place for me to get stuck it
0: could be a tough one the uh i mean was turkey a place you wanted to go or you just that just was cheap
1: well it's cheap and i've always wanted to go okay yeah it's It's, it's a very interesting place is that where Istanbul is? Yes. Okay. Yeah.
0: Uh, Alright. Yeah. Turkey. Turkey. So why Turkey?
1: Just I find it just to be an interesting place. I all can't right. really explain it. Okay. It's actually gorgeous too.
0: I've heard. Yeah. I, I mean, am, I've, beautiful. Okay.
1: They have so. interesting culture. And I started to notice how pretty it was because there's a lot of Americans now going over there for cosmetic surgeries.
0: Really? It's
1: a lot cheaper there. Huh. And so I started looking into it and I'm like, this is actually really pretty.
0: Yeah. I had a friend
1: go over there and the pictures she was posting were amazing and the stuff she was doing. I was like, I'd like to go there.
0: Do they have beaches? Are they coastal yeah. at all? Mm-hmm. Or are they, okay. they have beaches, I'm trying beaches, to remember. Yeah. I think we're like... Are they on like, the Persian Sea? Or where the hell is Turkey? What ocean? Are they on an ocean or a sea? Or?
1: You know, I can't rem- I don't know my geography. Yeah,
0: I'm trying to think. I'm trying to figure out where are they... Because they're right by... Uh, they're just west of... Iraq, aren't they? Or Iran?
1: Let me see. Because
0: that's, because that's where we put bases so we could get into, like, when we did all our, uh, you know, when we launched all our freedom onto the Middle East. I think we put a lot of bases in Turkey. (laughs)
1: Let's see. So Turkey, yeah, it's in the Middle East. It's by the Black Sea. Okay. And on one side, and the Mediterranean Sea. Oh, And nice. they've got Syria and Iraq bordering
0: it. Okay, yeah, yeah.
1: Um, so that's why I say probably not the best place for me to get stuck at. Eh,
0: eh, yeah. You worse. know? <laughs> could be worse, could be better. Yeah. The, uh, but yeah, uh,
1: Greece is right across the ocean, and then Bulgaria is right there.
0: You know what's worse? A couple people have actually told me now was one of the nicest places they went to in Europe, which not the Turkey's like Europe, but uh, the over in that area that I would have always like in my head. I assume just like everything is gray there, like even. There's just no color. You know, it's like watching Schindler's List. There's just no color. Where at? Uh, it's called Croatia.
1: Oh, that's where my hairdresser is getting married in the spring.
0: Apparently, it's a, it's like... Gorgeous. Uh, yeah. And it's yeah. cheaper
1: than Greece.
0: I never would have imagined that. Yeah. Like, when someone says Croatia, I think, ah, terrible. Yeah. Terrible.
1: That's where she's getting married. Um, I just went two weeks ago, and she showed me the location, and it's just going to be her and her fiancé. Yeah. And I think they're going to Italy and greece after that but nice. they said croatia was the cheapest place and it's gorgeous yeah i would have never guessed in a million years i was yeah. like croatia
0: i know right like it, it just saying it sounds ugly i'm like ugh, croatia get that out of my mouth <laughs> what are you doing with this place
1: and i want so. a salad with croatia
0: yeah. <laughs> <forgot>. oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah just assume everyone there has a beard like I even know. the women and children you're just like what is happening in croatia uh but no yeah apparently really nice that's what, yeah, that's what she said, so. That's what I get for being an ugly American. I uh, <laughs> We assume
1: we're the best. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, you know where, um, I highly suggest if you ever, uh, <coughs> a lot of places in Central America, like Costa Rica, Belize, mm-hmm. very, very nice and very cheap. Yeah. Very cheap. I mean, I go to Costa Rica about once a year and it's like 350 bucks to fly there, round trip. And then.
1: That's where Left Eye died, right?
0: Um, in did she? I think so. Was it Costa Rica? Um, I think she
1: was in the jungle there doing like a spiritual like cleanse. Doing
0: ayahuasca or some shit. Yeah. Yeah, maybe that's why I go. Yeah. Uh, the- <laughs> oh,
1: does <is> it really? <laughs> uh,
0: the I mean, it's the listen. There's a lot of uh, fun jungle adventures in in the sun, in Central America. <laughs>
1: I would like to try. I think we talked about this one time when we were driving to our show in Tulsa. Oh, yeah. I think so.
0: About ayahuasca?
1: About C- Central America. Oh,
0: about Central America. Because
1: I told you I wanted to go to Mexico, but not tourist Mexico. Oh, I wanted yeah, to go yeah. experience Mexico the culture, and I think you were telling me... Course, I can't remember now some places to go because I don't want to go to a resort. I mean,
0: yeah, so it's like you're just in America basically. Yeah, Yeah, it's no fun. Yeah, uh, well, if you ever want to go, if you ever plan to go somewhere, let me um, and want some suggestions. I'm happy to. Latin America is my specialty. I love okay, Latin America, been all over Mexico, most of Central America, you know, so yeah, yeah, very nice, very cheap. I highly suggest it. All right, so. But I mean, Turkey first, or Oregon. First.
1: I know. Well, I'll get the nerve to go by myself.
0: <laughs> yeah. Have you traveled much by yourself, like internationally or at all?
1: I have never been out of the country.
0: Not even Canada. No. Oh my God! Have you been out of? You've been out of Oklahoma because you went to Washington. Well, of State. course, I've that. been out of Oklahoma. You were in one. Where? Uh, have you traveled a lot inside of America?
1: Yeah. I mean, um, thanks to comedy. I mean, I was single mother for most of my life
0: uh, I think, yeah it's hard and Those so kids really suck it out of you
1: well on our vacations were never like they were never like oh let's go to Spokane Washington Let, right. like, yeah, it's not let's go to Six Flags or let's go to the beach or you know all had to be like very like kid-friendly yeah. stuff and had to be close because you know I couldn't afford all three of us to fly so it was always like Texas there you go. I mean, it was pretty much always Texas yeah. or... Uh, Six
0: Flags in Dallas or wherever it is, Or
1: is. Six Flags and... What's the other one?
0: Adventure, Kingdom, Wild, Amazing Like land. Schlitterbahn. A what?
1: Schlitterbahn in San Antonio.
0: That's a place?
1: Yeah, it's a water park.
0: Oh, my God. That sounds like what happens when you drink too much Goldschlager <laughs> the next morning. You Schlitterbahn your <laughs> toilet. <laughs> that... That's terrible. Wow. <laughs> uh, that, that's a place people pay to go. Schlitterbahn.
1: Schlitterbahn. Okay.
0: Yeah, I don't. Uh, is that the one that's. Maybe I mean, you saw that actually. Or maybe I saw. Or is there a Six Flags in San Antonio?
1: I I think SeaWorld is there. SeaWorld,
0: that's what. Yeah. yeah. But I think they have some rides there too at that SeaWorld. Like it's like a kind of a theme park type thing too.
1: I've always felt too bad to take my kids to SeaWorld. Like, look. Let's go watch this poor whale in captivity.
0: It's such a bummer because I, when I was a kid, I love, like, I was obsessed with animals. I still am, but, like, Mm. I used to just read all these books about orcas and sharks and all sorts of aquatic life, and they just fascinated me. And I'd always want to go to SeaWorld, and I got to go a couple times, and it was great, but then as an adult, I'm like, ah
1: dick move. <laughs> yeah
0: what a piece of shit i was back then <laughs> when i didn't when i was a dumb kid didn't know anything uh, i didn't understand animal rights um you know there to be fair there are some of the animals that they rehab and like they can't go back into the wild um
1: oh yeah yeah so
0: but they stopped doing the shows with a lot of the like dolphins and orcas and stuff so they have them and you can see them but they don't make them like jump through hoops not even metaphorically, like literally, <laughs> I don't yeah. jump groups anymore. Even I
1: remember taking my kids to the circus, and I'm like, "What a bad parent I was!" I know, right? I, yeah. You watch these documentaries, and I'm like, "I just was like, hey kids, let's go watch some abused animals entertain yeah. us." <laughs> I'm like, "God, I, what a dick!" <laughs>
0: uh, you know, you don't know, you don't think about it, and then later you're like, "Ah, oh, god, yeah, it's rough." That's like, even when I went to the zoo yesterday, I felt kind of bad about it. But then also, again, you're like, most of these, pretty much all these animals were injured it aren't wouldn't make it in yeah nature so i get you know we're kind it's like is it better to keep them alive and like study and let people learn from them or do we just let them die in nature i mean
1: yeah. i don't think that's as bad cuz they're not they have their room to roam yeah i mean they're not like in these tiny cages or these tiny crates or yeah. anything But I remember one time my son was at the zoo on a field trip, and one of the poisonous, one of the venomous snakes got loose.
0: Holy shit. (laughs) And my son
1: was there, and it was just complete, like, pandemonium. How did it get loose? I, I don't know. That seems like a... I don't know, but they had to shut the zoo down. They had to get everyone out of there. And find it? And find it, yeah. And eventually they found it. Um, but they had to shut the zoo down until they found this venomous snake.
0: Hopefully it was, I mean...
1: I think it was the black mamba. That's I like the worst I one. Know, I know. <laughs>
0: like, just Kobe Bryant is loose. At the, uh, the...
1: Oh. Like, like, there was no cell phone, so I couldn't, like, call anyone. Right. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, you know, where's my son? And he was... Anyways. That's so.
0: what... That is, like, my nightmare. Because I fucking hate snakes. Mm-hmm. Like... It's not like a fear, I just, they creep me the fuck out. And there's no, like, they're not cuddly. Like, you know, like reptiles and birds would, they just want to kill us. Like Mm -hmm. if they're big enough to kill us, they'll kill us. At least with a dog or a cat even, you know, you can like, there's some emotional, you know, but they just have dead black eyes, like a doll's eyes just looking at you like, I would murder you if i could you know? yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: like, um well i don't understand like these people that have exotic pets because i'm like did they like what's the thought process like damn it we need something in this house that could kill us one day right yeah <laughs> you know,
0: I, I, I read this story about this girl who had a pet python and she used to let it sleep in her bed at night with her oh that's smart and she said she would always talk about how it was like she wake up in the morning and it was like hugging her. And you're like, no, no, that thing's trying going to eat you. It's sizing you up. It's like wrapping around you to kill you. You're <laughs> good. <laughs> <laughs> it's just waiting to get big enough or get enough balls to think like, yeah, I could swallow this whole.
1: <laughs> yeah, they just squeeze her to death.
0: Yeah. Well, then they yeah then they gotta you know gotta <laughs> unhinge their jaw and get their mouth around her. But like. I don't know how big the thing was, but big enough to think that, like, to start t- sizing her up and be like, maybe, maybe.
1: <laughs> I remember, like, I'm ter- like, I'm terrified of snakes and rats.
0: Mm, okay.
1: I, like, I have a rat phobia, and there is one time that I, long time ago, I was going out on a date with this guy, and he called me, and he's like, "Hey, my car broke down. Can you come by and get me?" He's like, super embarrassed. He's like, "But can you come come by and get me?" And I was like, "Sure." And so I went into his house, and he goes, "Oh." you want to meet Rocky? And I was like, sure. And I think I'm like, going to meet a dog. Yeah. And he comes out of this room and I knew that something was wrong because as soon as he opened the door, it like stunk. I'm like, uh-huh. what's that smell? Yeah. I'm like, God, that stinks. And he comes out and he's holding this huge boa constrictor. Oh my God. And I looked like, a cartoon. You know like when the cartoon characters like run through the door and there's like just their imprint. <laughs> I like literally like just ran out the front door and like it was before key fobs and I have my car key and I'm just shaking I can't get in. And he's like coming towards me with this boa constrictor. And I'm like, No yeah! like, get in the car like I drove back and like I just never looked back.
0: Did you ever talk to him again?
1: Uh he called me and told me I was a pussy.
0: Oh my God. And I
1: said yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I what? said, yeah, I'm like, that thing was, that thing was
0: huge. How big was it?
1: I mean, I remember his name was Ron, and he was a big guy. Yeah. And this thing had to have been, I mean, my goodness, probably a good 150 pounds. Jesus, yeah. I mean, because he was just, the way he was holding it, and it was just like, just mass, I mean, and I was like, yeah, no, this no. this isn't going to work <laughs> at all. That,
0: you need warning. Yeah, before you, you, you come out. You need to warn someone that you just like, hey, I'm going to be out here with a giant snake in a second.
1: Yeah, no. I was like, what was he going to do with it? I mean, what am I going to do, Pay, like play with it? I right,
0: mean, yeah, pet throw it. Throw it a bone? Yeah. Oh, you're so cute. I know. Cute.
1: They're gross little tongues flicking out.
0: And, yeah. That's what I'm saying. I don't understand the people who have pets like that. I'm like, there's no, this pet is not, it serves no purpose. It doesn't watch your house. It doesn't. And people are always like, oh, you just need to be like need reassurance a dog, you're that insecure. I'm like, no. But also, it is nice to have something that's like I can tell has some emotion when it looks at me, not just these dead eyes of like feed me another dead rat. I know. Mean, oh, yeah, oh. I like, okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah, snakes are not for me, so if you I won't even date a guy that has a snake.
0: Yeah. As you saw, I mean, there's no yeah, point. Yeah. What about birds?
1: I don't really. I'm not a bird person.
0: I have this. Uh, I call it a theory to be nice, but I'm in in my head. I'm like it's a fact that <laughs> that people who own birds are fucking crazy. Like, like they're ne- they're they're crazy people. Like, I've never met a sane person, someone who isn't kooky that doesn't have a bird. You know. Mm-hmm they always nuts, always have some weird, like, they always have some, they're one of those people that are always, like, uh, f- feel a cold coming on or just getting over something. <laughs> just for people? Right. They're never, like, they're never people who are, like, if you ask them how they are, they're never, like, yeah, things are good. They're, like, I've just been feeling a little, I think I feel something coming on. Or they're, like, I'm just getting over something. They're always, you know, like, hypochondriac, like, mystery illness of, because they're just nuts.
1: That is an interesting theory. Now I'm gonna have to think about all the bird people I've ever met in my life and be like, were they just getting over a cold <laughs> at all times?
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like I, you know, and and I don't even I'm not even saying they physically have colds. They literally do. They just are always. You know, those people who always are like, they're never just fine. You know, like oh, something's yeah. always wrong. Oh I, yeah. So, they're like that type of person. You know.
1: And I'm a such a dick because I know several of those people. And for that purpose only, I will never ask them how they are yeah. because it's just such going to be a long winded diatribe of what medical issues or who's done them wrong. So, right. and sometimes they'll try to bait me and they'll be like, Hey, how are you? And I'm like, great. Yeah. And then I'll end it. <laughs> <That's> i <it>. Nothing <laughs> like, else. hope you're doing well. <laughs> I don't even ask.
0: <laughs> this is going to be a long conversation about everything that's gone wrong in your life. Yeah. I'm
1: like, I don't want to know. Mm. I don't have very good social skills is what I'm saying. (laughs) (laughs) Like
0: this is just like spectrum social skills. It's like, good, fine. Great. I'm out. (laughs) Like
1: I I go, like I still have, I kept my day job. I was going to quit my job right before COVID hit. And so I still have my day job and, and I just hate the stupid, like happy Monday or it's Friday. Yeah. And I finally got sick of it. And you know, someone came in and we're like, it's Friday. And I'm like, every week, the day after Thursday is Friday. Right. We don't... We don't it's not... Like, yeah. why do you come in and announce it? Is it... A, it's not a surprise.
0: And he was like, well, excuse me. Yeah, jeez. Yeah. <laughs> oh. That's when you know, like, your time... It's so funny, because the more... The more you start doing comedy, and the better you get at comedy, and the more, like, you get paid to do it, like you are. Like, you get the... The, the, the I don't give a fuck at your actual job, that, that barometer starts to drop so rapidly where you're like, I cannot put up with any motherfuckers. Wow.
1: Uh, The line is so thin right now. It is... I'm on a very... I'm on very thin ice because you're right. (laughs) Because sometimes... And not really now, but there will be times where I've had like a really great show and there's... You're after a show and there's people asking you to take pictures and sign this. Can I buy this? And then you go into a job and you clock in and it sucks your soul. And then someone asks you to do something and you're like... (laughs) I was getting autographs last right. night. You bitch! How dare you?
0: <laughs> do you know who you're talking to? Uh, you the know fuck I, am? I know. Yeah. Get Don't out do here. not make eye contact when you talk to me. I but walk
1: yeah. into my office. No one claps. I'm like, people clap when I yeah. walk on stage. Hello?
0: Where's my walk on song? You dicks. Uh, <laughs> you will respect me. Yeah, do you know, it's it's it is crazy how fast that bar <laughs> drops and like you know you just start to because you know you find what you love and what you're good at and what you should be doing and mm-hmm. then you're like why am I doing? anything else. I hate this so much, you know, COVID we, COVID. Yeah. 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 Made it
1: really. De- I just got too nervous. I was, and you know, I have a daughter in college and I can't just be like, Oh, well, okay. Bye. Yeah. Good luck. I mean, I still have responsibilities, but it, you're right. It's just every day is just, I'm like, is today the day right. where I'm just going to say the wrong thing. Cause also I talk 99% of my interactions outside of my office are with comics
0: yeah i mean
1: sadly comics have become my number one friend group friend base and we there's just no limits yeah yeah and sometimes i forget i'm at work <laughs> and all these really horrible things will start to come out and i'm like is, they're not comics they have, there's an, <laughs> an hr department here right
0: right yeah
1: <laughs> i mean really bad things and i'm like you can't you can't do that
0: it's yeah. tough it's just they're just different it's just a different life like i uh I've got other friends, you know, I've got my other friend group, but I rarely intermingle the two, my comic friend group. and like, Because it's just, I'm like, you guys are not going to understand, or like, you know, I've had my friends that come to shows and hang out with, and, you know, you you just start getting around other comics after a show, and you just do the comic thing, where you're talking about the show, you're giving each other shit, you're roasting, you know, it's just like this weird... I'm like, it's just a fraternity thing that, like, if if you don't do it, it's really hard to be around it. Like, I I feel bad for my friends when they're there and they don't do comedy.
1: I know, because sometimes I have to explain, like, even on Facebook, my non-comedy friends are like, who in the hell is so-and-so and and why are they saying that? I have to explain my comedy (laughs) friends a lot. And so finally, I'm like, just imagine us being, like, zoo animals right?" and the domesticated (laughs) animals don't understand.
0: Like, what's up with them?
1: I'm like, yeah, I know, we're a very strange bunch of people. Just ignore (laughs) it. It's just what
0: we do. So Yeah, but
1: yeah, I struggle every day now with with my day job and like God help me to not say what's really on my mind.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh well, there'll come a day when you gotta pull the trigger and uh hopefully sooner than later. The um I (laughs) when I finally quit my day job a couple years ago, the last it was i the last few years i was there it was just the only reason i stayed is because they let me write my own schedule so i could like take any time off i wanted i could work one day in a week i could work zero i could work you know every day whatever so like as much as comedy as i was doing i could offset it with being there but like we had this secretary who was fucking nuts she was a bird person this is here this is a great idea. she was a bird person and she used to tell these stories, and she like she was the type of person to be like, get down her desk, sit down her desk, be like, oh, oh great, and say it loud enough where she wants someone to like engage. Oh yeah. Or like, oh, this these person will want this again. Oh, what are we gonna do? And like, just I most of the time I'm just like don't do not engage. <laughs> but she would tell stories like she'd come and be like, somebody, somebody stole my propane tank, and I'm like. Somebody stole your propane tank, so your propane tank is gone? She's like, no, I got a propane tank, but it's empty. Someone, I think, replaced mine with an empty one. I'm like, you're telling me someone leapt over your fence with a empty propane tank, changed it out with yours, knowing that yours would be full, and then left. And then that's what's happening. There's no way that you possibly used it all, or like, these are the crazy things she would come, that she would think or like, she told a story one time about how, when she was a kid her mom, she had this long beautiful hair and then her mom took her to these people, and they cut it all off, and she's like, they were I swear those people were gypsies, and they took all my hair and sold it, and I'm like, what the, sh- what the is- fucking <laughs> shit are you talking <laughs> about right now? I'm like this, is, this, like, this is how your brain works, You that's what you think is happening? So... That's a bird person.
1: That sounds like a bird person, though. Yeah. Crazy, but I think cat people can be just
0: as crazy. Cat people, cat people can be, yeah, yeah. I feel like it's 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 a it's a uh, there's a, there's a ratio of the amount of cats against when your last long term relationship was. <laughs> That's like the the seesaw. You have to get a good balance. You know, if you had a if you have. You know four cats but you've been in a 10-year relationship well four cats aren't as bad but if you haven't had a date since clinton was in office and you have nine cats like like, yeah yeah that's probably a bad combo
1: yeah everyone says you know i haven't been married which is unheard of in oklahoma because i'm almost 46 but they're like you're gonna be the crazy cat lady but i'm like I am not, because I'm allergic to cats. <laughs> oh, so there
0: you go. He's, he's a crazy dog lady.
1: <laughs> well, I just have the one, and
0: uh-huh.
1: he's he's actually 15 years old. He's get, really... Yeah, get,
0: getting up there, huh? He's getting up there, yeah. Yeah. Really
1: hanging in there.
0: You need to get another one? No. No?
1: No. I really like beagles. Okay. And I've had a beagle in this apartment before, and it was a really bad fit. They need to be outside in a yard, because mm. they're hunting dogs. Yeah. And so um, I had to rehome the dog, and it went to my daughter's best friend, who lives on an acre and a half. Oh, nice. And so the dog is just outside all the time, yeah. sniffing and chasing. Having and a good time. Having a good time, doing what a beagle should do. So if I did get one, it would have to be when I live in a house. Yeah. But not, because I just felt bad. I felt, like, I felt like a dick. I felt like I was like a World person.
0: <laughs> <laughs> also, I feel like a beagle would have be a pain in the ass getting up and down those stairs every day. Like their long ass bodies trying to get up one of those those that flight of stairs. Yeah, I would carry they're her most legs. of the time though. Oh well there you go, like a princess. Nice yeah.
1: I'm yeah. a little baby. <laughs> Sweetest dog though. Sweetest dog in the world. i will never
0: Oh beagles are the big ones. I'm thinking dachshunds. Dachshunds are the small ones. Beagles yeah. are bigger.
1: Yeah, beagle beagles are bigger, yeah. Yeah. But I would still carry
0: her up the stairs sometimes. Big ears like that too? Big ears, yeah, big yeah, floppy yeah. ears. Yeah. Uh, very su- like a fox and the hound, right? Yeah, very sweet dogs. Alright. Eh, yeah. You gotta get another dog, though. Do I? Eh, I don't know. I I have two, and I want, like, a, I'm gonna be the crazy dog guy, because I just want... Like, the idea of just being an old guy with my dogs, and just having a lot of dogs, and hanging around the house Sound that's...
1: Wait till your girlfriend hears this. (laughs) (laughs) Well,
0: to be fair, one of them's her dog, but he loves me so much that, you know, he hangs out with me now more than her, so.
1: Yeah, but, I mean, like, do you ever see your dogs, though? Uh,
0: I mean, when I'm in Spokane, I don't do much. I am at home a lot.
1: Yeah, that's how I am. Yeah. Because I'm gone a lot. Right. I'm busy a lot. I'm like, when I'm gone, or when I'm here, I like to be here. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But, yeah, the last thing you want to do is, like, you know, people invite me to go do stuff, and I'm like, man, if I have a night off, like, I just want to kind of be at home and hanging out, you know, relaxing. You know, I mean, I'll go for a hike or go walking or, you know, stuff, or my girlfriend and I go to the lake or something, but mm-hmm. I'm not trying to do it. And I don't drink either anymore, so, I'm, you know, it's like nightlife is not my thing. Yeah. So. I mean,
1: once you're, you're in your 40s, right?
0: Almost. Yeah. Okay. Not quite.
1: I thought you were close to close to my age yeah, but yeah I will
0: be October October I'll
1: be 40 so October what
0: 4th
1: okay I'm October 20th oh uh,
0: yeah. yeah is that still Libra that's yeah Libra okay barely yeah. barely okay just still barely counts. you made it and, and then the cool I, club. S-
1: I saw this thing on TikTok today that said that if you were born if women that were born on these dates can read other people's minds and it was the tw- she had like the 20th on there and I'm like Bitch, no, I can't. <laughs> if I could, <laughs> I I would. If I could, I would. Like, this is the stupidest thing ever. You
0: just gotta tap into it,
1: and people will like put the stupid shit on TikTok. Just say anything, and people buy into it because this video that I was just in my feed had like create like a million views or likes, and like five hundred thousand comments or something. Jesus. And I'm like, she just put up a piece of nonsense and everyone went crazy and ran with it and then i went to the comments and it's like yeah it's true i can't or i knew it and like
0: doesn't that drive you nuts though like as someone who does comedy and you work your craft for years you painstakingly write bits and consider each word and cut word and like work them over and over again and then somebody posts like a 32 second video of some bullshit on tiktok and everyone's like that's the greatest thing ever like
1: it infuriates me. Yeah.
0: Yeah, Cause, it's wild.
1: Because most of it is something that's already been done. Yeah. It's, like, stolen or rehashed. It's not an original thought. Yeah,
0: or people just doing voiceover, where they, like, talk yeah. over, over, they, like, pantomime. Not pantomime, but, like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for?
1: I know what lip you're saying, Lip sync. They do the
0: lip sync stuff, like, with yeah. quotes and shit. Yeah. you like, what? This isn't even people like, a million likes. You're like, that's like. They were just doing a scene from fucking Wall Street, you know? Like,
1: Why not just know? watch Wall Street? Right.
0: Yeah, like, 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 that's just the end, you know, monologue from Top Gun. You just...
1: I don't, yeah. <laughs> I don't understand it at all. But then I remember, it makes me think of that quote where someone says, I've seen what you people think is funny, and I'm glad you don't find me funny.
0: Man, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah
1: which is also why i think comics like we were talking about like Gary Goldman are so underrated cuz he's a really smart writer. He doesn't do these dumb yeah. gags or really easy jokes. His jokes are really well well written and smart and i think i mean most of america is not that. I mean,
0: sure. Yeah. I, mean,
1: I don't want to say not smart, but you have to kind of dumb it down a little bit.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to, yeah, you need a certain audience for someone like him. He's going to have a lot of jokes that people are just just go right over.
1: Yeah, but he's he he talks about that where you're doing jokes and only a handful of people laugh. You keep those jokes because that's how you build your base. You keep you build it with the esoteric
0: jokes. Sure.
1: And yeah. I don't know
0: yeah because those are the people that really appreciate it you know Mm -hmm. the uh it's it's i've got (laughs) and this is just because it makes me laugh but also when i can get people to laugh i also know who the smart people are in the audience but i've got just this like throwaway line i'll do sometimes where it's uh my last girlfriend when she broke up with me she told me i was a sociopath and i can't begin to describe to you how that made me feel nothing nothing at all you know and <laughs> yeah. like like some most people like just like okay and then the people who get it you know appreciate it They're like ah oh, it's funny i'm like thank you it gets, you know it's like just uh it makes me laugh it's one of those like this one's for me <laughs> yeah it can all be for you uh,
1: <laughs> but there are some places i travel to and i won't say where where i have specifically in my joke notebook i call them dumb jokes
0: oh yeah yeah
1: where i have to do really dumb it down because they don't get anything that's just not stupid, or easy, or low right. hanging fruit, and I always feel dirty after I do those shows. <laughs> like, I'm such a comedy whore. <laughs> I lowered myself to do those dumb jokes, but they love it.
0: Yeah. But I feel like that's what I'm there for. Yeah, I mean, that's, you know, every audience is different, so you figure out what is best. Because, you know, you want to give them a show. Yeah. So.
1: But I feel horrible about myself doing it.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I get that. I've, I kind of i'm i'm totally willing to but you know i mean yeah i'm an easily bought whore i i like yeah i will uh i mean there's but also i say this but at the same time i definitely every time push audiences to points i know they're probably uncomfortable with you know because mm-hmm. like i want to make you know i'll give them some of that but also i'm gonna make you go on some rides with me that you probably wouldn't have consented to uh, had you known what was going to happen, you know. so I like
1: those. It happened at an open mic lot the, yeah, last week, and I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed making them uncomfortable.
0: Yeah, that's, I mean, if especially, you know, when you're doing longer sets, when you're doing, you know, feature-to-headline sets, it's great to be able to have those times where you can, like, pull people in a weird direction like that's why it's so much more fun because you can play with them and be like oh you know yeah we're getting laughs 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 i'm gonna make you uncomfortable for a little while then we're gonna laugh again and you know it's just this it's just eliciting some emotion you know it doesn't always have to be just raucous but if you're getting people to be like oh whoa you know uh as long as they're as long as they're still on board with you you know
1: yeah and i thought it's four minutes and it's open mic. Oh yeah, yeah. I thought I'm just gonna have fun with this. Yeah. I to me I loved it. I you know I got you know good feedback after the set, but I thought I wish I could do more of that where I'm sort of like pushing people. Right. Making them feel just a little like I don't want them to feel uncomfortable and be like I don't ever want to go to a comedy show again.
0: Yeah. There's yeah.
1: a fine line between cringe and. Yeah. Just kind of poking them a little bit.
0: That's the best part of doing comedy long enough is you get to that point where you're you're able to do that or willing to do that you know you take those risks like um my recently i've been trying to write jokes where i my premise like i back myself in the corner right away and i want to like dig out of the hole like that's like i've got a bit that starts with i don't support black lives matter like that's my opening statement and then i have to like justify my way out of it you know Mm -hmm. um and you know Obviously I support black lives matter and you know blah blah blah, but like the there's a reason I say it that way and it, um, It's just interesting to get people's reactions like this weird like grab your attention with like a really weird polarizing statement mm-hmm. And they could really turn a lot of people off, you know, and then you're like Let's unwind this, you know, like give me time. Let's see where I'm going, you know It's so
1: easy to make people uncomfortable now because I've done the same thing where I talk about and this is true when me and my kid's dad split up, he's black.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, shortly after that, I decided to become a police officer.
0: <laughs> oh wow! I think I, I think you've yeah okay yeah. yeah.
1: And I talk about that, and I make jokes about that. And as soon as I say yeah, you know, people know where I'm going, but I'm like, I don't care. Yeah. I mean, I kind of I, I kind of like those sometimes, but it's just I guess sometimes there's crowds where even when I say yeah, my kid's dad is black, they just they just tighten up. And yeah. I'm like, what do you like? I'm not racist, right, obviously. Why are, we... why are you getting upset? I mean, what? And I always address it.
0: Oh yeah, you have to.
1: Yeah, like, why are you getting uptight when I've just identified, you know, who I was with and who I made children with? Yeah. I, but. Just a weird time to be a comic.
0: Well, it's. It's so strange because people just get uncomfortable and don't know how to they don't know how to react or like if they can laugh at something you know mm-hmm. like I tell a story about how when I was in Florida this guy literally we were out like on a fan boat having a great time and he stops and he looks and he's like hey y'all don't like the blacks right like that was that's, he said that to me like we're out on a fan boat in the middle of the swamp there's like literally alligators biting the boat like, it's a crazy it was like and in my head I'm like what the fuck you know like you know, you know like you know uh and I tell that story and,
1: it could only be in Florida. though. <laughs> I know,
0: right? Of course, you know. I always say Florida's beautiful minus the people. Uh, and the, um, I, I told it the other night on stage here in town, and you, you, I love it because the black people in the audience always laugh because mm-hmm. they know what I'm saying. They get it. They get the jokes. They get where I'm going. You know, um, and you know they get at the end. I'm talking about how this guy was being a racist asshole. You know, there's but there's jokes in it and the white people, like, always tighten up, and I'm like, I, 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 just, I like, I told him like, I love watching all the white people in here, like, I'm just like, can we laugh at that? Is that okay? And, like, I feel like if you're not laughing at that, it's only because you think maybe that guy was right. <laughs> you know? Oh. <laughs> uh, and then people like, oh, and I'm like, oh, yeah, what are the odds anyone in... <laughs> Midwestern America is racist I know you're all perfectly tolerant all the time it's uh
1: of course yeah nothing ever, racial ever happens here
0: <laughs> right But well. I've been
1: accused of I talk about and this is also true I talk about my mom being a racist and then having biracial children I talk about it and people sometimes think I'm making fun of racism which I am because yeah. it's the stupidest thing sure. to yeah, exist yeah. But they're like, you're a racist, and you're making fun of it, and you're making light of it. And I'm yeah. like, no, I'm showing you how ridiculous it right. is. It's just you're not willing. Like, you heard me say it, and then you tightened up, and you didn't listen. Where if you would have listened to all of it, right, you... you would understand what I'm saying. So yeah, it's not my fault how you receive it. But having biracial children, certainly, <laughs> in Bartlesville, Oklahoma... <laughs> does not make me racist I can assure <laughs> yeah, you yeah I think I
0: think that shows at least uh some tolerance somewhere you know <laughs>
1: but the funny thing is is it's the only truly bad comment card I've ever gotten and she wrote on the back to make space about <laughs> it's just so funny she's just like Julie Drake is what's wrong with America basically and She was up there being a racist, talking about her black children.
0: (laughs) I'm like, how do you?
1: Like, come on. Yeah.
0: Did did she call her children the N word? What what happened?
1: I'm like, this is the most ridiculous thing I've ever. And I feel like it's always white people who are saying everything is racist. Right. Where I've got a ton of Mm -hmm. black friends. And they never have issue with any of it, but a white person will, for some reason, want to speak up for black right. people, like they can't speak up for themselves. And that's
0: the thing that's the that's the worst. Cause like, yeah. I had some like granola white chick out of Olympia. It's one time. always,
1: it's yeah. always, it's always. Look, I'm gonna be honest. It's always the white liberal.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That's
1: always be trying to be the nanny for. The black community right, to
0: censor your word
1: as if the black community can't speak for themselves,
0: right? It's because like, they are, can, are they incapable? Are they too dumb? What, what do you think is wrong with them that they can't, if they have a problem with it, tell you or tell any, or speak up? Yeah, because black
1: people will surely yeah, believe me, <laughs> tell there's, you. <laughs> there's
0: one thing we know about black people is they speak their mind. Uh, the uh, we oh, go ahead and tell me about uh, Granola oh, Girl. Sorry, no, I did, I did the show at Olympia, and afterwards she comes up and like I talk about being Mexican and like growing up Latino and all these like I do all these jokes and she's being like, a racist right being a racist piece of shit <laughs> and she, as I do xenophobic hate those Mexicans uh sorry dad uh and she goes um, she's like you uh can't talk about Mexicans like that that's how she comes up like knows and knows with me and she just goes you can't talk about Mexicans like that I'm like what she goes yeah what you said in your set you can't talk about Mexicans like that I'm like well I, I already did uh, and I'm going to again tomorrow, I'm going to continue to, because, like, uh, I did do you know this part where I said, like, I am Mexican, like, I am Latino. And you're not? <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. I'm like, I am, uh, my dad is 100% Mexico, Mexican, my mom is, uh, part Mexican, uh, native, and then, like, a bunch of other shit, so I'm like, I'm like, I'm gonna, I am going to talk about them as much as I want to, you know, uh, and it's just... Yeah, but like you said, they just hear words they don't like, mm-hmm. and then they want, like, a trigger word, and then they want to, the rest is just that you can't listen to it. It's just, I would just want to be angry about it. Yeah. I, I want to read you this. you are going to think of this I, I had a lady after a show the other night.
1: Here at Brooktown?
0: Yes. She, I have a joke about, it's just about, like, taking Uber. That's, it's, <laughs> uh... The, the joke is about taking an uber ride and um which see. is
1: clearly racist already think, well <laughs> the,
0: so the, uh, this is just weird so not racist but also she, like her upset about me making this joke and here, here I'll just read you the message she said. I mean, I literally. She sent this
1: message to you.
0: She sent this message to me within three minutes of me getting off stage. Wow. The headliner was on stage while she's writing this message, and it was, hi, I was at your show tonight in OKC. She was still at the show when she wrote this because, <laughs> like, literally, it was at eight seventeen PM. You know, so I had just gotten off stage, and uh, I would really appreciate if you do if you do another show here to not recommend Uber, use Lyft. I was attacked by my Uber driver here, and I really don't want it to happen to anyone else. I'm like, okay. I'm like, first of all, I didn't recommend Uber. I just asked if people take Uber. I I, I use the word Uber instead of Lyft, but like, I'm, I'm sorry for whatever happened to you, but hey, you're gonna be mad because someone mentioned Uber in a joke? Like, How it, are you supposed to know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, what if someone in the audience was attacked by their Lyft driver? Yeah. Now, fuck that. Well, you know, or, like, ride-sharing in general. Or, like, can I not mention a Corolla? Because that's what he was driving. Like, I don't know how far we distill this down. Like, I'm not making fun of her. I feel sorry for what happened to her. But, like, I can't, you can't say Uber in a joke now?
1: Well, how are you supposed to know? I mean, it's not like you knew she had been attacked by an Uber driver, and you got in her face and was making a joke about Uber. Right. You You had no idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's... I think that's what's missing today is people don't consider intent. They just say, well, you know, he shouldn't have said that. But did, did he mean to hurt your feelings? Did right. he mean it in a bad way? Like, what was his intention behind it? And if there was no bad intention, then you shouldn't get upset.
0: Well, it's such narcissism, too. Because we're in a crowd of, like, 160 people. Mm-hmm. And you have to be like, well, I didn't like that. So that means no one gets to hear that joke and like honestly it's one of the jokes that gets the most laughs in my sense so I'm like because you have an you're, you have an adverse reaction to that now all these people don't get to hear that joke like okay that's your frame. that's your thought process
1: sounds like she needs to heal <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah yeah that's that's yeah
1: but it's like you know J- Dave Chappelle got shut down by a group of 125 people who didn't want to hear his jokes who weren't going to go to his show anyway right
0: yeah like it's like Yeah, who cares? Don't go.
1: Yeah. I mean, can you imagine if everyone tried to shut down everything that they didn't like? We wouldn't do anything. Yeah. Like, I couldn't go to a concert because there's 125 people. Right. That may not like this band. Absolutely So now I can't go. Right. Because they don't... I mean, it's just getting ridiculous. Yeah,
0: Matchbox 20 would never perform again. (laughs) No. The... the, uh, (laughs) <laughs> what, Poor Matchbox
1: what? 20. I <laughs> <Yeah.
0: laughs> That was uncalled for. I'm sorry, Rob Thomas. I have no idea why. Uh, um, Matchbox 20 out uh, of all the bands. Yeah, why that was the one that came to mind. <laughs> um, it is strange because, like, the, you know, and I've always considered myself very liberal in life, but now, like, the extreme progressives have got come back around to being conservatives. Conservative and, like, fascist, fascist almost in the way they want to be, like, Well, I don't like it, so you can't do it. We have to tell you what is safe and okay for you and everyone else. It's like, oh, man, like, you know, you don't like it, don't participate in it. It's not like, you know, they're chopping babies' heads off. They're just, it's just a fucking guy talking into a microphone for an hour, you know? It's words. Yeah.
1: It's just words. Oh, but they
0: literally kill people, Julie. These words literally Kill people.
1: I've never seen a <laughs> death certificate that said words. <laughs> Cause of death: right. words yeah, into a microphone.
0: Ah, <laughs> uh, well, it's only a matter of time. That's is we're gonna. I, Can't wait. Yeah, the way things are going, so. Can't wait. Um, okay, we. I it's get probably getting long. I gotta yeah. get yeah. out of here soon. Yeah. Because um, I sweated all day. I also have to take another shower today for the show. Uh, Oh, there's a show tonight? Yeah, there is a show tonight. Okay. Uh, But the... uh, What... uh, I want to circle back real quickly, because I totally forgot about this. That you... The cop thing. Mm -hmm. So, did you graduate from the academy totally like, were a cop? Or you just... what? How Tell me about... Can we talk about this? Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, So, I actually went to... There's a college here that has a police science program. Okay. Where you basically... It's just a much better type of academy. Okay. And so my associate's is in police science.
0: And you I mean passed. You mean better than what the actual police do? I couldn't imagine. They, so well, they do it like in <laughs> yeah.
1: five, six months. Right. I yeah, mean, yeah. A very short time. And this was a two year program. Like,
0: you know how to use a gun? We'll take your word for it. Here you go. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh,
1: yeah, sort of. And it just was bad timing when I graduated and I had all these like letters of recommendations. I did really well. I was like, in the top five of that program, sure. um, it was when the economy crashed.
0: 08? So, oh, 09.
1: Yeah. And so what happened was, is that they couldn't afford... So I, so I was applying for the academy.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I was almost done with my application. And they said, hey, you know, the economy's... Our tax receipts are down, but there's a freeze on hiring. Yeah. So the next academy, we're not even going to have. So those recruits got pushed back. Okay. And then we're going to have, like, do half... Academies, So they're like, we'll get to you when this hiring freeze is over. Right. And so they called me like a little over two years later. Oh, man. It was like two years, yeah. Because they already had recruits. Yeah, yeah, sure. So they had like a class of like 75. Well, they had to take that 75 and divide it into two. Because they only do two academies a year. And by that time, I was making too much money. It would have been like a $7 an hour pay cut. Oof.
0: Yeah.
1: And... And even when you go to the academy, even though I already have, you know, my associate's degree, I've passed everything, they know I can do it. If you're in the academy and you don't pass one little thing, they let you go right there. And so I didn't want to take the risk. Yeah. And I also couldn't afford a $7 an hour pay cut. Yeah, no shit, that's... Because I'd already budgeted, like, I had a house and a car and that, you know,
0: yes, matched my a, income. Right, that's a pretty tough...
1: So I was like, well, how, I was like, I can't even make the math work. But ended up being a good thing, so.
0: Yeah, imagine if you were, like, a cop still. S- Sergeant. S- Sergeant Drake. I you know, that's like, yeah. uh, <laughs> let me
1: say this. We, like, the co- like police, okay, I'll, get it out of the way. There's a lot of bad cops. Sure. There's a lot of bad departments. Let's just get that out of the way. But w- I've spent a lot of time with the police department. And when you see what they see every day. Yeah day in and day out and the things that they help people with, I mean, it gives you a new level of respect for them because it is a very dangerous...
0: Yeah.
1: And I know you've made many posts about the the cash cows, (laughs) the speed traps. Yes, yes, yes. Which I agree with. Which I agree with um, because I hate those also. Right. Because that is just a money grab. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. It's just
1: a money grab and there are municipalities here um, in Oklahoma and I'm sure all over where they call them... um, they call them revenue cops.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Because there's really no crime.
0: Right. So all they do
1: all day long is just look for people. Look for
0: crime. To look, look for ways to... Look for, look w-
1: generate money. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So
1: I understand that. But um, when you spend time with them and you see what they walk into, and, you know, there's some guy beating the shit out of his girlfriend, and he's the one that's stopping it, or he's stopping the yeah. child abuse, or... My gosh. I mean, any number of things I've seen... I mean, you kind of go, yeah, this isn't, Yeah. this isn't easy.
0: No, it's not an easy job. It's such a, well, it's such a tough thing, too, because, like, I mean, even, you know, a couple years ago when everything was going crazy with the defund the police and this and that, you know, I mean, I grew up in South Central LA during the 80s at the height of gang violence and the Rampart scandal and all the fucking police brutality shit, you know, my neighborhood was on fire during the riots, like... That's what I grew up with. So, like, my view of police was never... And my interactions with police were never great. I mean, I've been fucking pulled over, harassed, beat up, taken to jail for no reason many times by the cops. I mean, literally, it's so... And that's wrong and they shouldn't be doing that stuff. Right, right. So, I mean, like, I have a reason to be... To have a negative view. But also, I am realistic and understand it... There, it is an extremely high-pressure job and like unpredictable job, and um, there's a lot of good cops. So when people are like, you know, all cops are assholes or all cops are bad, I'm like, eh. no, you know, like we can't, you can't. I don't like that. I hate anything that's like a uh, a broad stroke, uh, like everything. Yeah, you generalizations. Know, you can't say that. Like, yeah. like I mean. Gen, you know obviously we make generalizations in comedy but like with something like that like there is nuance and we can, you know there are good cops there's um the you know and like oh guilty by association i'm like nah you can't even say that man like it's just not it's not that um i think and i think even the ones that have issues a lot of it like man the training is horrible you know, like the, the they don't they don't they don't train, they don't retrain, um, there's just so you know underpaid, overworked, there's like a lot of a lot of variables that people don't consider, you know. Yeah. So it's a tough it's not an easy gig, you know.
1: Yeah, and you know, they do have people recording and then their faces all the time and mm-hmm. there just seems to be like a I don't know, like People are just losing their minds. Yeah. And some of the stories I hear and I've heard, I'm like, I just, I can't imagine that being what I go to every single day. Oh, no shit. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean, they get,
1: I mean, you can talk to any officer and they, someone's tried to kill them at least once a day. Yeah. And so that's why they, anyways, but.
0: Well, and it's, I think it's a failing of our infrastructure as a whole, Mm -hmm. you know, there's just no support um, for so many of our like civil servants and services that uh, are out there for our um, for the people, you know. And it, it, there's, um, I don't know. I mean, if you like, we could if you, I always say like, we need more cops. I'm like, I don't know, man. If you set the bar higher and had better cops, like if all the cops, if you got rid of the bad cops, paid the cops we have well, and like recruited better ones, mm-hmm. like I think we'd have. It'd be way easier, you know? Yeah. So, but...
1: I also think there's, like, a breakdown in society.
0: Well, yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, if
1: you look at some of the things on TikTok and social media, and I'm like... I mean, they're just having to deal with almost a collapse of, like, people doing the right thing. I mean... Yeah. It's just crazy. It's getting crazy.
0: Yeah, socially, everything is really, really... We've got a couple good years left in America, than then we... I mean,
1: <laughs> someone once said on... I don't remember who it was. Someone on my Facebook a few years ago, I thought it was so funny. He said, America is in its fat Elvis
0: years. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and I thought that is the most perfect way to describe yeah. America.
0: Yeah. The, uh, well, yeah, it's... Uh, we are on a... We've heard better... The best days are behind us. Yeah, you know?
1: that's for sure.
0: The, uh, Build
1: back better, right? Uh, right. Yeah, right. Oh, my
0: God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm. I would say, America was at its best when our uh, the best rapper was a white guy and the best golfer was a black guy.
1: That's oh, when America
0: yeah. was at its best. The 90s. Best. Yeah, man. Yeah. You know? <laughs>
1: that's also the last great era of music.
0: A hundred percent.
1: Yeah. And so every turn of the century, everything's just gone downhill.
0: Yeah. I'm good. I uh, you know, and we're just still out there trying to do it. A dead I mean, art that's being censored daily.
1: I know. <laughs> well, you know, Yeah do it as long as we can do
0: it yeah so quickly what what was the reasoning for wanting to go into the academy though what was like the impetus of like i mean you get divorced and stuff but like change of pace but like why why that what made you what inspired you to do that
1: i just felt like i was getting i always wanted it was like okay i had two dream jobs in my life the realistic one was a police officer okay the unrealistic one, this is funny, was a comedian. Okay. And it's just really funny that the one I said was unrealistic is the one that's working out. Yeah. And I just decided that I hated... I was, like, working in call centers, and I felt like um, all... Like, this is how I feel at my job now. I felt like all I was doing was making a giant corporation money. Yeah. And I wasn't doing anything to, like, help people or anything constructive or... Anything, like, for the good of society. And it really bothered me that I was just this number to this giant corporation that was treating us like shit. But, you know, the CEO was getting $50 million a year right. or whatever. Yeah. I was like, I want to do something that matters a little bit more. And, so that, you know, police work always fascinated me. I wanted to be a homicide detective. Oh, wow. Um, but, so that's why. And I was like, well, I better hurry and do it because I'm getting old. And
0: yeah, I was
1: only in my late 20s when... but you know, I was like, I better do it when I'm young, and and then it just didn't work out. So, but Perfect. comedy's working out, and that's way better. <laughs>
0: From homicide detective to killing on stage. I know. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the first forty-eight. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Who's gonna come investigate this murder? This crowd. Huh? <laughs> um, all right, Julie. Well, speaking of that, uh, tell everyone where they can find you. Any dates coming up? Also, social media, follow you, etc., things like that.
1: Um, On Facebook, it's just my name, Julie Drake. On Instagram, it's Julie Comedy. And on TikTok, it's Julie Comedy and the number one. Right. Uh, Because for some reason, Julie Comedy was already taken. And this week, uh, Thursday through Saturday, I'll be at the Caravan in Louisville, Kentucky. Nice. And then after that, it's really just very scattered, like, one-off shows, you know, here in Texas. Um just kind of all over. It's okay. not like I have like, I mean, my calendar is full, but with like one-off shows. Okay.
0: Yeah, yeah. Kind of
1: here, there, everywhere.
0: <laughs> you post them on Instagram. Yeah, I post everything okay. that I'm
1: doing. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, well, then follow her on Instagram, get and Facebook, TikTok, get all the dates. Go see her. She's very funny, um, and I'm sure if you live in Oklahoma, you've seen her or uh, will see her at Breakdown Comedy Club or again soon. Uh, let's hope. <laughs> yeah, let's. <laughs> you never know. Uh, oh. uh, all right, guys, and as for me, go to DeeseComedy.com, check out everything going on across the network and the calendar, uh, live dates all over the place. So get your tickets. They are moving to all shows. So that's it, guys, for the social hour. I've been decent and for Julie, thank you very much. And we will see you next week. Bye.